Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. You look a little windburn. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ooh. Only because you are? Hard afternoon. Yeah, my goodness. We've had wind gusts at 35 to 40 miles an hour, and Mars had a softball game. <laughs> so... I've Yikes. been sitting out in that for the last three hours. Honestly, it was a relief that I had to come home to do this show. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I was afraid to let my dogs outside. They're not very big. <laughs> I. Me too. Me too. I. It's always been my per- weird worry that one of my little boys would be blown up against the fence and I'd have to go, you know, save their lives. Yeah. It's exactly what I thought. I have this vision of one of them pinned against the fence and you have to go get them down. because. <laughs> Crazy. No, it never actually happened, but yeah, if I look a little windswept, if you see a little, you know, dirt in my corners and stuff, there probably is. I'm driving home trying to, you know, because yeah, I've been sitting in a dirt storm for hours. <laughs> so so yeah. much fun for you. <laughs> yeah, but we, I, I know I said, but we lost and we're so happy because <laughs> we played the number one team in our conference. They usually absolutely kill us. They are very mean girls to play. Their coach is unbelievably just mean. Mm-hmm. And we lost 12 to 15. We put up a really good fight. Mars had some extremely good work. I couldn't be happier. We'll take well, it. Well, there you go. Yep. Sometimes and we were nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, very cool. Well, as yeah. you all know, tonight is the uh, Thursday night psychic show. And we just want to say welcome. We've got some people showing up in the live stream here. Um, RJ, Elizabeth, Kate, Maxine, and Innocuous, welcome. Nice to see you all. So we always start off these live streams with something kind of lame like, what'd you make for dinner? I made a pizza that I bought from a place that then you just bring it home and then you bake it. (laughs) So super exciting. I'm all kinds of jealous. I... Then mowed another team mom ten dollars to buy Mars a salad at Wendy's. That's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I was going to say I bet you haven't had any dinner yet. No, and the JV game was just starting, and so you know my family's still over at the field. So, ah, uh-huh. yeah, and they con Scott into keeping score, so they're over there freezing to death, and I well, got to get in a warm car and come home. Of course they did, but oh man, I'm really glad yeah. to be here too. I would not want to be out in that wind. Yikes. Mm-hmm. No. no. Fry bread. Yum. Oh, we'll be right Yum. over, Alan. We will. We'll over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lauren had a half a pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> I mean, Lauren, go ahead and have the other half. I mean, if th- this right. is dinner. <laughs> right. And, and it has 
of a vegetable in it. I mean, it does. I mean, you could have that in a glass of wine and you've got a balanced meal. You do. It's almost a salad, actually. (laughs) They went for pizza and that she had salad. That works too. Way to go. (laughs) Way to go, Elizabeth. That's some self control right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as always, we like to start off the show with a little topic, and then we are going to do some readings later on in the show, so you're welcome to throw those up in the chat. Also, the Super Chat is on, and so if you want to pick up a sticker or anything, give us a little tip if we do a reading for you. That's always appreciated, mm-hmm. um, but not expected, you know, of course, if you can do, if you can't, that's all right. Hey, Bianca, yeah. thanks for coming in. Nice to see everybody coming in here. Aaron, Oriana, Kat. Awesome. So something I've been seeing a lot in my clients recently is what I call chronic root chakra instability. So mm-hmm. your root chakra is at the base of your spine, runs all the way down the, your legs to the bottoms of your feet. It's, it's the foundation of your energy body. It's kind of like when your root chakra is chronically out of alignment. I want you to think about, have you ever been in a house that has um, a foundation that has shifted? Mm-hmm. You know how then the doors don't shut mm-hmm. or they hang open, the cupboards hang open, the stairs are weird. Like that's kind of what happens when your root chakra is chronically out of balance. It puts you in a place of always being out of balance. Like mm-hmm. it, it causes imbalances in the rest of your energy body as well. It's really in your root chakra is super important because it's about survival and it's about safety. And if we don't um, take good care of ourselves in that regard, if we never feel safe inside of ourselves, inside of our bodies, you can't really ever feel safe in the rest of the world. Wouldn't you say, Katie? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so many root chakra imbalances start with childhood. Yes. You know, absolutely. And childhood stuff. And they, you know, it, it is stuff that will change you for a long time. And so it's very worth learning about your root and how to care well for it and how to recognize when you are having an imbalance mm-hmm. so that you can do something about it. You know, the, the, the bad news is some of this really is childhood stuff that, that's going to follow you. The yep. good news is, yes, there is a lot you can do. A lot we can do, a lot you can do. Yes. There is. There is. Um, just to acknowledge a few people in the chat, Aaron says, I'm having a Reese's peanut butter Easter egg and it's making me feel pretty content. <laughs> well, Amen. Post Easter dinner. All right. Candace is having wings. Nice. Uh, Kat is having sloppy joes. We're running the gamut tonight. Right. But hey, leftover Easter candy? I mean, come on. Right. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what are the symptoms of a chronically Mm. unstable root chakra? Well, anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Being scattered. Mm -hmm. Not being able to think, not being able to get anything done, get your head on straight. Mm -hmm. Having that fight or flight response get set off inside your body. Little things cause big emotional reactions for you. 
If you ever feel like, man, I am way too upset about this. Like, mm -hmm. I fine, it's fine to be upset about this, but I'm way more upset about this than I should be. Or that scared me a lot more than it should have. Or it's taking me two weeks to recover from that experience and mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. That's an unstable mm -hmm. route. Mm -hmm. And so some phys lower physical body behaviors. Pain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And some physical behaviors like mm -hmm. smoking, mm -hmm. eating, mm -hmm. you know, not that always, but when your root chakra is misaligned, you will frequently reach for something to ground it. Yeah. And you, a lot of times, you know, Chocolate. subconsciously, yep, mm -hmm. you do that by eating certain things. You have to carbs. A lot of yeah. times, or caffeine. Mm -hmm. uh, smoking is a big one. A lot of smokers really just have an unstable root, and they use True. smoking as a way to ground because it's this action, and mm -hmm. it's also putting this thing into your body. It's also the action of going outside, and mm -hmm. going outside is grounding. Right. There's a lot of uh, addiction things that uh, really the core of where that started was probably an unstable root. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And difficulty trusting. So mm -hmm. just being distrustful in general, like you can't ever kind of get over that distrustfulness, even with someone who has never given you a reason to distrust them really, really impacts relationships because a lot of times people with an unstable root chakra have a difficult time really fully connecting to other people because it's there's so much trust issue there that you mm -hmm. never quite feel safe enough. And mm -hmm. so much of it is not about distrusting other people so much as it's distrusting yourself. Mm -hmm. You distrust yourself that you can make good choices, that you're choosing people that are a good fit for you, that are safe, mm -hmm. you know, and of course there's some distrust of other people too, but a lot of it is really distrust of yourself It is when your root is chronically unstable. Oh yeah. Well, you consider someone who was abused or abandoned as a child that mm -hmm. may have some core beliefs there about not being able to keep themselves safe, not yep. being able to trust themselves to keep themselves safe. Yep. I mean, on the surface you go, but that wasn't their fault. They were children, they were babies, but that's not how your internals work. You know, right. there's that right. responsibility on you to keep you safe. Yeah, exactly. And there's, um, you know, to go along with that, there's also just the idea that you don't matter or you don't count or you don't have value mm -hmm. that can, you know, really shake that root chakra because we need to feel safe inside our bodies, mm -hmm. that we matter, that our needs matter, that we can put mm -hmm. ourselves first in our lives in order to really be happy. And if you can't do that, you know, you have to kind of look back. So if you experienced abuse or neglect or just a lot of instability, you know, divorce when you were young lots of moving around. I have worked on a lot of military kids oh, yeah. who have unstable root chakras because you never really put down roots. You moved every couple of years and you just never really had this place that felt safe and like home to you. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, losing a parent or a sibling as a child uh, yeah. are, are definitely, you know, things. I mean, it doesn't have to mm -hmm. be as extreme as abuse, right. it can be a lot of other things, even just living in a family that uh, it was financially unstable. Yeah. You know, where there were questions about if, you know, if we were going to have enough food or if we were going to, you know, keep the lights on in the wintertime, that kind of thing um, can definitely have created an unstable root chakra for you. 
or living with a mentally ill parent or an addicted parent, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. there was no abuse or neglect and good, but living with a mentally ill, being raised by a mentally ill parent, when you feel like you have to be the parent or you feel like you don't have, uh, you know, you don't have the tools that you need to take care of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously this is a really, really broad topic, but it was one I felt really prompted to bring to you guys tonight. And I'm really glad because by uh, the looks of the chat, a lot of you are resonating with this information. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is the kind of stuff we know we have not been taught yeah. about ourselves. And, you know, yeah. the really good thing about root chakra instability is that it's healable. Mm-hmm. It's not permanent. And a lot of us live with it permanently. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know it can be healed, but it actually can. Mm-hmm. And there's work that a healer like Katie or I can do for you. And then there is work that you can do as well. And it takes a while because you have this habit in your energy body where your root chakra, instead of sitting in the center of your body at the base of your spine, like, you know, stationary, like it's supposed to, it mm-hmm. swings back and forth like the pendulum of a clock. You know, those yeah. big old grandfather clocks with the pendulums that would swing all the time. That's what an unstable root chakra looks like to me. Mm-hmm. So we want to stabilize that root and get it into place and keep it there. Over time, what happens is you change the habit in your energy body to having a stable root chakra instead of having an unstable one. I mean, your energy body is just doing what it's always done, you know. You can change the habit. You can change that vibration to sit where it's supposed to sit. And then, um, <laughs> we're ripping the band-aids off tonight. Sorry, Erin. We don't <laughs> want to be doing that. But we do want, this is such an important topic and it, it mm-hmm. changes people's lives. Um, I love doing root chakra stability work because it literally changes your life when you realize that this is you and that it is fixable. But we just have to, we have to change that habit in the energy body to go from being the unstable swinging around root chakra to being stable, giving you that sense of stability and safety. Because when that fight or flight response goes off in your, in your body, it's false. You, You know, the vast majority of the time when you have a problem with something like this, when that fight or flight response goes off and you have this huge reaction or you run, or, you know, if you're a runner mm-hmm. um, from situations and relationships and stuff, the, the level of threat does not match the response. Mm-hmm. And that can be so devastating because you might quit jobs and leave relationships and, you know, mm-hmm. throw, turn your life upside down a whole bunch of times because of the reaction you have in your body. And that reaction is a false alarm. Yeah. And that sucks. So, yeah, we definitely want to help people figure out how to get stable. Mm-hmm. So, Katie, what are some things, you know, and we, there are things that we do as healers, but it's not super interesting to listen to because it's just the stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what do you say to people about what's their part in this? What can they do to get stable? Well, part of it is they can do some basic self-care stuff, like get yourself outside every day, mm-hmm. every day. I worked in early childhood for many years 
And even on the coldest, crappiest days, we'd bundle the kids up and we'd go outside. The idea is that there is, uh, there's no bad weather, there's just bad clothes, right? And that applies to adults too, because we tend to, when the weather's not ideal, we hole up in the house. And you guys, I see it so much in the winter, you guys getting so ungrounded because you're spending so much time with your electronics, so much time in the house, so much time not connecting to the earth. And so a daily practice of going outside, even if it's just a few minutes, to get your feet on the earth, you know, in snow boots if you have to, but, you know, get yourself amongst trees. That is extremely important. It, it can't be expressed enough how important that is. It, if that was the only self-care or spirit care thing you did every day was put your phone down and went outside for five or 10 minutes, you'd be amazed how much would change. Mm-hmm. Huge. And then some daily meditation, you know. And I hear this from people a lot. I don't have time. I don't have time to meditate. Yes, you do. You don't have time to not meditate. You have 10 or 15 minutes a day. I know you do. I know you do. Well, and even if it's just go look up on YouTube. I've talked about the 528 Hertz Miracle Tone. Mm -hmm. Dude, go find it on YouTube. Find it on Spotify, whatever. And listen to it in the background while you do some other stuff. That in and of itself will have a huge impact mm-hmm. on the, uh, you know, balance of your energy body. Even if you can't make yourself meditate during it, still mm-hmm. listen. It's still going to help you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I also am a big believer of having house plants. Yeah. Believe it or not, just having plants in your house is a great way to help stay grounded. Because you have that earth and that connection to the earth and to the literal earth, to the dirt in your home. Anytime I walk into any like facility or classroom or place where people are and they have animals and they have plants and they have a fish aquarium, I go, okay, this is good. People can be okay here because there's life here, you know, and and the same goes for your home. And if you think you're horrible at keeping houseplants, keep trying and and figure one out. Mm -hmm. Succulents. 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 Actually, Rhonda keeps them alive, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything else we have cats we can't yeah and then of course things like if you want to use crystal therapy keeping a dark stone in your pocket or in your bra anything that's black or red is grounding mm-hmm. yep. if you use essential oils uh tree resin oils yep. like frankincense sandalwood myrrh those are all really good grounding oils other things too if they still you know if they resonate with you oils are kind of funny that way you know, if it resonates it with resonate. you as a grounding oil. Yeah. Definitely Julie. anything that comes from a tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can wear those. You can diffuse those. And then, but my absolute all-time favorite is a sea salt bath. Yeah, definitely. And you, you don't have to use a ton. A half a cup is fine if you don't want to, you know, put too much salt in your water. But it, it doesn't matter. But a little sea salt. And a good bath is a really good way because sea salt is a crystal. And, you know, that's in the selenite family, the salt family. Yep. And that is a very grounding activity. Your water in combo with the sea salt, very grounding. Mm -hmm. Visiting the water, if you live on the ocean or you live near another waterway that, you know, resonates with you, visiting that, you know, putting yourself in it if you can. But if not, just sitting near water. Very grounding. Yeah. Yeah. Very much what so. What do you think? 
Well, okay. So first of all, to help with that fight or flight response, when you feel it happening, okay, mm-hmm. think about it right now. If this is sounding like you, I want you to think about the last time you had a huge overreaction. Mm-hmm. In that moment, if you can, I want you to do what I call a reality check. And that's where you look around your room and you start naming the objects you see. So, you know, I see a light switch and I see a picture on the wall and I see my cup and I see my microphone and my desk and my chair. Mm -hmm. It brings you back to the moment, which is very grounding to bring you back to the moment and recognize that I am okay. Mm -hmm. You have to take control of that emotional response by overriding it. And that's what the And you'll hear mental health professionals talk about this all the time, the naming the things in your room. Just look around yourself and start naming stuff because you know what you don't see? Lions, tigers, dinosaurs, stuff that's here to kill you, (laughs) right? Because that's where that fight or flight response comes from. We have it from a time in which we did have to actually run from predators. Mm -hmm. Now, we have not had to do that in a real long time, but unfortunately, our brains and limbic systems have not caught up to that reality. And so sometimes we have that huge response, that huge adrenaline response. The other thing is, so do your, do your reality check and get yourself back into reality and then do something physical to burn off those hormones that your body has released. You've got all this adrenaline in your, in your body. You need to burn it off. So go take a walk or, you know, just jog in place for a couple of minutes. I mean, whatever you need to do to burn it out of your body so Mm -hmm. that it doesn't continue to tell you there's something wrong because you're all amped up like you're ready to run from the saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, use the adrenaline. Yeah, use it. Use it. Whatever you got to do, use it. Yep. I I like the theory of just turning up the radio and having a dance party with your cat. Absolutely, yes. Anything physical to just burn it off, do it. So that you start to teach your body that this is not, this is not real. Mm -hmm. And I have control over it. Mm -hmm. I can look around my room and see that I'm okay. I can burn the adrenaline off. I'm safe. And I'm also in charge. Super helpful. Yeah. The other super helpful thing is, is to be kind to yourself. And to recognize that you have a little bit of a problem that can be healed. It takes some time and it takes some practice and it takes some definite kindness to yourself because you're really good for a while mm-hmm. and then you're going to have a meltdown and it, that's okay. You know, you just, it, this is all about just starting over the next day and starting over the next day and, you know, working with one of us on the, on the energy work, you know, like that's one of the big things I do over at Purple Ocean. I do these three minute videos and yeah. I do energy work in those videos a lot. People mm-hmm. come to me and say, okay, my root chakra is way out. Can you just balance me and tell me what's going on there? And then I do the vi- do the energy work in the video and tell you what I see, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, it's a great way to continue to work and solve this problem mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on that note, um, you know, we were already talking about causes and symptoms. And one thing we didn't cover that I think is worth mentioning is that uh, the death of your father. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is an extremely um, ungrounding 
situation. And, and the reason why is because you connect, your spirit connects to your father at the root and to your mother at the heart, typically. Yeah. That means there's a root chakra connection from your root to your dad's root, your heart to your mom's heart, and vice versa, um, typically. And again, I know some of you guys probably didn't have one or the other of those parents in your life. And so you may have, you know, connected to someone else, or maybe you didn't. But for people who had their father in their life and then don't, whether it was a death or that person just, you know, vanished from your life, mm-hmm. you will have a part of your root that is just un- disconnected from anything. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of flopping in the wind. And that has to be connected somewhere. When people's dad die, they will say things like, I feel like I cannot get myself together. I feel like I can't quit shaking. I feel like I can't, like some, there's a part of me that's missing. I feel like I can't quite, uh, you know, get my shit together yeah. for months, months and months. People experience that after the death of their father, which I mean, yes, grief, you know, of course, but it, that spiritual disconnect is really painful. And it creates all kinds of unstable root chakra conditions and symptoms that just, you know, add to the already grief and upheaval that you might be experiencing. And so when, or if that is to happen, we want to work on you, you know, we want to know that so that we can take that part of your root and ground it somewhere for you so that you don't have that level of instability anymore. That is a really awful feeling. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. But it can be repaired. You know, yes. if, you, if you know that's what the problem is, it mm-hmm. can be fixed. And it can help a lot with grief. You know, it can help a lot with grief because when you are also so messed up, it's hard to be able to process your grief. Yeah. So. And Mary, you are not screwed. She says, darn, I'm screwed. Dad died in <laughs> August, mom in January. I'm so sorry. No, Let's definitely do some work on you today to resolve the yeah. heart chakra issue and the root chakra issue that comes up after the death of parents. Yeah. I also wanted to say, Mary, um, if you're not in control, like at the dentist, I want you to try while you're there, take whichever hand, right or left, it doesn't matter. And I want you to tap your leg at a tap, give yourself a rhythm. Just tap your leg. It's a really, really good way to slow down anxiety. Mm-hmm. And as you start to get less anxious slow down the tapping slows down your breathing and your heart rate when you do that because you're matching up to that vibration you're matching up to that rhythm so try that you know hopefully they won't think you're weird just tell them it's something you do for your anxiety at the dentist and they'll be okay but just a light tapping of your leg and use that to help you control how your body feels you'll see it works it's it's very it's very useful Mm-hmm. Tapping your thymus is really helpful too, but in the dentist chair, you're probably going to be more can. likely to reach your leg. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no horns or floppy ears tonight. You know what? I slid in here sideways running late because of softball and I forgot all about my ears. <laughs> I just didn't get mine put on either. Maybe it'll just be a marching orders thing. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so you remember, I guess. Yes. Good luck at the dentist, Mary. I yeah. Know. I too and definitely talk to your dentist about your anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, let them give you a little bit of medicine or gas if you can take it, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't be a hero, <laughs> you know, 
take the help that you can get. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know that we do have a few requests for readings here. So maybe we ought to get to those. Roll up here. Still laughing about everybody's Easter candy and cookies for dinner. (laughs) It works. We had, we had an adult Easter egg hunt. And one of the things that we, that, that I had done, I (laughs) rubber banded these, uh, like otter pop, alcoholic otter pops to Mm -hmm. Easter eggs. And we hid those. I had one of those last night. Diamalama. Everyone went to the store. Oh my gosh. So good. That might be dinner tonight. I just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Katie. Kate says I was abandoned as a baby and have a really, really bad PTSD around my birthday, which was yesterday. So do you want to take a look at uh, Kate and see what we can do for her? I would be thrilled to. All right. So, Kate, we're going to go back. We're going to go back there. I'm calling in a whole team to support you. So I'm going back to baby Kate. And I'm calling in some ancestors and some angelic presences as well to really circle around you and support you there to lessen that abandonment. Yep, to really hold you, support you, love you until you were, you know, shifted into your next situation. And then I'm going to ask them to just continue to walk with you throughout childhood to support you. Yep. And while I'm there, I'm going to work through that root. It's, and it, I mean, babies don't have a developed root chakra yet. They have a root chakra. They don't have a developed root chakra. Chakras so, kind of float around until we're about eight. And then they um, sort of get in a little bit of a more uniform mm-hmm. kind of alignment. But that's one reason why instability in childhood can cause a problem with your root because it's when it's forming. Yeah. And so it may not form correctly. Yep. So what I'm going to do, Kate, I'm going to go through, work through your route. I'm going to command a Merkaba clearing and command billions of many points of light to flood your system now. Flooding your route, completely shifting the core beliefs that I am abandoned, I am alone, I am unloved. And commanding these core beliefs to be healed and cleared and rendered neutral and inert in all directions of time now, through every cell of your physical body, every layer of your emotional body, and every fiber of your spirit body now. Then I'm going to move back through there, commanding a Merkaba blessing, commanding billions of many points of light to Flood your system now, moving through your root, completely shifting your frequency to the beliefs 
that I am safe, I am loved, I am protected. Commanding these frequencies to shift through every cell of your physical body, every layer of your emotional body, and every fiber of your spirit body now. All right, and then I'm just going to fix your overall ground is not uh, exactly the way I'd like to see it. So I'm going to fix that. Good. So here's my recommendation to you. As things like your birthday come up or any other time that could be uh, triggering for you, that you go back to those affirmations and that you also envision that circle of ancestors and angels around you as a baby all the way up through your adulthood being a part of your team now supporting you being a part of your uh you know be, being a part of your world your experience mm, i love that yeah beautiful okay. thing Okay, so I'm going, JR would like a root chakra uh, healing and general reading. I'm going to do that. Bianca would like to know, how does she go about finding a Reiki or energy healing mentor? She's looking to get certified. Awesome. Well, you want me to talk to her while you work? Or are you ready to go? Yeah, go ahead and talk to her while I work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to stomp all over you. Okay. Uh, well, there's a few different ways you can go. I mean, you can certainly look around online and see if you can find someone near you. You, a lot of times on Facebook, you'll find healers groups in your area. And so it's worth doing a little looking and seeing if you can find someone that way. Uh, you could also do some private lessons. You know, Christy or I could take you as a student online and do your Reiki certification that way. And that's, you know, that's certainly an option to you. It just depends on if you want someone in person to work with, which I really actually do recommend, you know, as a second resort, either of us could do online classes with you. But again, I would actually start with Facebook and search in your area for light workers, healers, Reiki masters, and see what you can find, you know, in that regard. Because I really feel like you'll find people. It's just the new age world is kind of funny because I feel like it kind of, uh, you know, might stay a little under the surface until you find it. And then you discover, oh, my God, there's a ton of this in my area. I just didn't know it. So I, I suspect you'll find something. But again, Bianca, if you want to just do the online route, either one of us could do that with you. So your choice entirely. Okay. Kate, okay. you are more than welcome. She said that was an insane shift I felt. Good. Good. Like insane. Good. <laughs> we, we do. That's a good thing here. Yeah. Uh, okay. So JR, you did have a little bit of a root instability, but not like a chronic one. Like I just feel like occasionally you kind of get knocked off your pedestal just a little bit. And we all do. And so I did ground and, you know, I, I centered that root chakra and did a, a chakra balancing for you. I feel like the word expectation kept coming up and I feel like for you, you've kind of gotten into a place where you tend to expect the worst because you've gotten the worst in some people. And in 
you tend to, um, you know, expect a lot of yourself and not a lot, not enough of other people. And you kind of expect that things aren't going to work out because they haven't in the past. I want you to really work on and kind of think about that word expectation. Where are you at with it? How is it working in your life and where does it maybe need to change a little bit? Because I think that's really a thought issue that's, uh, you know, hanging you up. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, let's see. Uh, Elizabeth Ross, uh, any career advice, Katie? Should I find a new job? Yeah. Elizabeth, I think you should. I don't think where you are, you will be able to, I, I think you're in a box. I, I don't, I'd be surprised if you are able to break out of it. I feel like where they have you now is where they want to keep you. I think you're worth more than you're being paid. I think that you could potentially enter another company at a higher level. I feel like where you are now they want to keep you in that spot. They want to keep you at that pay. They want to keep you, but they want to keep you where they where you are. And I don't really feel like that's going to change, unfortunately. It sucks because I feel like you are an awesome employee and that any employer would be happy to have you. But these guys are just, they're taking advantage of what they have with you without really, you know, paying the piper. And so I suspect that you will find a new job. Um, I don't think it's immediate. I would be surprised if it was. I feel like this could be this year, maybe sooner. You know, maybe you're going to surprise me and do it by the first part of the summer. A lot of it's on you, you know, just to decide that you're going to rewrite that resume and spoof it up and see yourself as, you know, higher level material and spoof it up. What does that spoof mean? it up? <laughs> Should that have been spiff it up? Maybe I'm thinking, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what spoof means, but from now on, it is spoof, which means to make it even better. But. <laughs> At any rate, though, I think that's going to happen. Yep. I think you you hit the wall where you're at and it's just probably not going to change. So, yeah. I love well, good. Somebody that wants to honor you more. Change is good. Okay. I'm going to talk to Erin. Katie, if you talk to RJ, RJ says she's been having 35 to 40 hot flashes per day for the past few weeks. I'm so sorry. That's awful. That. Really yeah. starting to affect me physically and mentally. Can you send me some healing energy if possible? And I'm going to talk to Aaron. I just thought maybe I'd give you a minute to connect to that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Aaron's 38th birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, Aaron. That's so cool. Yay, You're Aaron. still in your 30s, you lucky little bugger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just Get saying. ready. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you know, Aaron, what really comes to mind for me, and you may not love this word, a lot of us don't, but it's boundaries. I feel like this year for you is going to be all about setting clearer boundaries with people in order to put yourself and your happiness first. It's kind of a weird thing we women learn as we get a little older is that we have kind of allowed too much bullshit. And I feel like that's where you're at, that you're starting to get it, that I have put up with too much stuff. I have allowed too much stuff. This is your opportunity to use that very wonderful little two-letter word, no, and just get clearer with yourself and with other people about what you're okay with. Stop doing stuff you don't like. It's okay to say 
no, thank you. That doesn't really interest me. You know, like you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to do things you don't want to do. You don't have to commit to stuff that later you're like, oh my God, why did I do this to myself? Don't do it. Use this year to put yourself first and put your happiness first, because I got to tell you that nobody else is going to put your happiness first in the world except for you. And I feel like this is that year that you're going to set those clear boundaries and put yourself first and really shift the way that you take care of you. And when you shift the way that you take care of you, all the people around you shift the way they take care of you as well. Some people are going to struggle with this. Some people might even fall away from your life. But you know what? If they can't deal with you setting boundaries about what makes you happy and doesn't, they probably weren't that great to begin with in your life. Okay? So keep that in the back of your mind all year that this is a year of setting clear boundaries and putting myself and my happiness first. Okay? So happy birthday. I love that. Me too. Okay, RJ. I have a couple of thoughts for you. Um, A couple of essential oil suggestions that came up. The first is clary sage. Clary sage is amazing for some hormonal balance. Years ago, Young Living came out with this uh, blend for women. And they called it Dragon Time because they're stupid. And <laughs> right, right. The women were like, excuse me, bitch, but Dragon Time? <laughs> so they renamed it. And then Doterra <sighs> mimicked it. And I can't remember what they called theirs. But it was nearly all Clary Sage. Mm-hmm. Clary sage and I think some rosemary and maybe some peppermint, but that's what it was. And when we had our store, we had women that absolutely lived on that clary sage blend because it, when for menopause, it's amazing. So I'm going to recommend clary sage. You can put it on your womb. You can put it on the pressure points inside your wrist. You can diffuse your low back. Your low back. You can sniff it out of the bottle. (laughs) Just get up. Like that. <laughs> well, I mean, aroma therapy. I mean, but, if you're um, in tough enough shape, just straight out of the bottle, man. Mm-hmm. The other one that came up uh, was peppermint. Peppermint on the back of your neck. Yeah. Peppermint oil saved Christy and I's life once. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Totally <laughs> did, you guys. Oh my gosh. At a sweat lodge where we almost died of heat. It was I mean, really I'm glad bad. I could say I did it. But and that I survived. But will I ever do that again? No. It was too full. It uh, it was a little lodge, and there were like twenty people, and so we were just we were shoulder to shoulder, arm to arm, and teenage boy sweated on me the entire time. And I somehow managed to be in between these teenage boys. We were sandwiched in between them, and they all didn't have shirts on, and they sweat on us until well, it was a sweat lodge, but. Sweat Lodge itself was an amazing experience, but the lady who facilitated it uh, had allowed you to bring in one little pouch of, you know, whatever you needed. Well, Christy very wisely had a little tiny bottle of peppermint oil in her pouch, and we passed that sucker back and forth. It was a five round, four round or five round Mm -hmm. event. And felt like 500. (laughs) Well, by the last round, most people had dropped out. There was like five of us and it was awesome. And it was great. 
you, you could lay down, you could get comfortable, nobody was sweating on you. And then I was like, I could do this. I could definitely do this if it was that small. But anyway, right. whatever. But it was the peppermint oil, man. That and I had a big garnet in my pouch that somehow managed to stay cool. And I could put that garnet like on my face and on my neck. And the, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, peppermint oil on the back of your neck, it will save your life. Now you know. It does. It helps. So there's that. But the other thing I did for you, RJ, is that I called in the ethereal energy of sterling silver. Silver is really, really cooling and balancing. And since we want to help you cool, but we also want to help you get balanced, right? Because what's happening right now is your body's fighting for balance and well, you're losing. And so we want to help get there. So I ran ribbons of sterling silver from the top of your head all the way through your body and out your feet several times to help, you know, facilitate that cooling. And then the last thing I'm going to do for you is just put a chi ball of aquamarine light around you because that's also really cooling. And then I'm going to put a black tourmaline at your feet so that we can help with pulling you into balance and help with uh, just the cooling aspect. And so those are both uh, healing or healing modalities that are uh, ethereal crystals. So that's the last thing I'm going to do. So I'm going to do that for you right now. Everything else I already did. So nice. Okay. So you can move on. I will. <laughs> Lauren says I was diagnosed with a progressive connective tissue disorder that affects my lymphatic system. Will I get it under control? Yes, you will. I do feel that you will. I do feel, you know, do everything that your doctor says. But I also feel like getting your emotional health and your spiritual health in a good place is a very important part of this. So do all the medical stuff they tell you to do. But I want you to look at this as an opportunity to reconnect with your body. Because I get it. I, I have several immune system diseases. It can make you pissed off. Mm -hmm. I referred to my immune system as a dumpster fire in the doctor's office one day. And he's like, don't talk about yourself like that. And I was like, oh, okay. In the moment, I was like, dude, I'm just being real. Um, so I, I feel like some meditation, some journaling, uh, some, you know, really using this as an opportunity to connect with yourself and with your higher self and whatever spirituality you, um, you know, attest to. Or if you don't, you know, maybe find some. Because I feel like you need that part of it. That piece of it is really important along with the medical stuff. So that it doesn't just make you feel like, oh, there's one more thing wrong with me. This is just, you know, it can. I know where that mental spiral can go. And I just feel that in you a little bit. So I want you to address that. If you need to see a counselor. Did you know that there are counselors who work specifically with people with chronic illness? Yeah. Get you a chronic illness counselor for a little while mm -hmm. to work on that. And, you know, please go listen to the 528 Hertz Miracle Tone because I can't stop saying that because it is really powerful. Vibrational healing is truly one of the best things we can do for ourselves. Oh, yeah. But just acknowledge the emotional impact that this has and and take your time to take good care of yourself in this moment. And recognize that there's more than just your physical body that needs a little healing here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Katie, I was I saved this one for you because it's about Ginger. This is Oriana asking yeah. for some healing. She says Ginger her is her dog and 
not doing well, going to the vet tomorrow. She's an old lady, unfortunately. Dad, um, dad's not well either. either. They're just kind of wearing out. So yeah, take a look at that. All right. Let's feel into ginger. Yeah, ginger's ginger's ready for mom. Honey, I know you know. Yeah. She's ready for your mama. She is so tired. I don't know why it, what it is exactly, but Oriana, when I feel her, does she have fluid around her heart? I wonder. It hurts right here. Mm. And at first I was swallowing thinking is it is her throat is her thyroid? What is it right here? But actually, I think it's lower. I think it's pressure in her chest that's pushing up, you know, mm. and kind of making her her throat hurt. I feel like lungs hurt. I'm, I'm concerned about something here doesn't seem right. Um, She's not well. You're right. I'm going to do some healing work for her. But I know you know that at some point she's going to return to your mama and that that's going to be okay, you know. But yeah, she's, you're right. She's struggling a lot. I'm going to tell you this though. Your mom and Ginger trust you implicitly. They know that you're going to make the right decisions for her, whatever those are. They're going to support that and trust that. You have been a savior for Ginger. You have been wonderful to her. You have taken such great care of her. When she was grieving and mourning your mom, you joined her in that. You took good care of her. You've seen her through a lot and she trusts you and so does your mom. So you do what feels like the right thing. Listen to the vet, listen to your heart. I'm going to tell you that I don't know that your dad or Alan can make a great decision about Ginger at this point. Dad doesn't feel good enough. Alan is just too emotional and overdone over everything. It's probably going to be on you to make a decision about treatment moving forward or how we're going to treat, you know, what's going on with Ginger. But you are supported and you are trusted. So you, whatever decision you make, that will be the right one. So I want you to know that. So you are welcome to check in with me after the vet tomorrow. And I'll, you know, I would love to hear what they have to say and I'll help support you in that. Yeah. And I'm sorry that dad's not well. He's, yeah, he's had a long road here the last few years. I know. So more than anything, I'm going to fill you up. Because you're tired too, damn it. And you just never get to be because you're always packing everybody else on your back. So I'm going to give you a big lift up. Okay. While you do that, Marlene says, I'm at my wit's end uh, regarding my car. Should I fix it or get a new one? I feel like you should get a new one. I feel like the fixing it will just keep on happening and keep on happening. And I feel like this is one of those cars where every time you take it in to get something fixed, they find something else. And it's just going to keep happening. And so I do feel like you are going to be better off replacing that darn car. Okay. So, sorry. Car problems are a real pain in the butt. Boy, that that was exactly what I thought, too. You nailed that totally. She's, it's just jonesing for the next thing to break. Right? I know. Some cars just love to break. Mm -hmm. Aaron said, completely resonated. I'm fed up with being my family's maid. I want to be in control of my life again. Yes, Aaron. That's what this 38th birthday is all about. Learn your new favorite word, N-O. Yeah. She also says, I feel smarter just being here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like that. (laughs) Well, 
The chakras, that energy work stuff are, you know, we could talk about it for, well, way longer than you want to listen, honestly. But <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. But it is something that um, we uh, really love to educate about because so many people don't understand that you literally do have an energy system that is sort of like any of the other systems in your body. You know, we learned about the circulatory system, the respiratory system, and mm -hmm. the digestive system and all that stuff. Nobody taught you about your energy system, but this isn't just a theory. It exists. It's yeah. measurable. And learning how to understand it and work with it is, is a key part of being a functional person. Yeah. I, I love sharing as much about it as humanly possible for that very reason. Absolutely. Wow. So, you know, you can come see me over on the Purple Ocean app. You can get that in the app store. Yep. And I do three-minute videos. So, you know, we can work through all kinds of stuff one step at a time that way. And you can find Katie at one2listen.com to do the very mm -hmm. same kind of work. Because we yeah. love it. Yeah. Also, if you are in Spirit School or you would like to join Spirit School... We have our uh, live meditation is coming up on Sunday at yeah. 10 a.m. Mountain. And this is going to be a, a meditation about how to clear your mind. So if you have trouble with a racing brain, uh, I'm going to do a meditation with you to teach you a skill. So it's actually a meditation that you could do afterward to clear that racing mind. I've just noticed... A nice. lot of us are experiencing that lately, myself mm -hmm. included. And uh, I, so I felt like that was the, the right topic for this week. So mm -hmm. if you have not joined Spirit School, Spirit School is our membership program on YouTube. So mm -hmm. Spirit School, you get one live guided imagery meditation and two live streamed classes a month. They're metaphysical classes. Katie and I take turns teaching various things. Yeah. Um, they're available after the fact as well so that you don't have to be there live if you can't be. But we do follow up on those videos and answer questions and stuff as well. Yep. And you can do that. You can join that by going to just go to True Crime Paranormal on YouTube and it will say you'll see a little button that says join. And when yeah. you click on join, uh, it will give you the opportunity to join Spirit School. So. Uh, it's a monthly subscription and uh, it's $14.99 a month, which is dang cheap to get classes from us because mm -hmm. between us, we have nearly 30 years experience teaching metaphysical stuff. So yeah. we love it. So we would love for you to join us there if you haven't already. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We'll also be back with a couple of pop-ups over the weekend. You don't, yes, we you don't know. We'll, we'll just show up and you don't know what we're showing up with either. <laughs> we having some fun with that mm -hmm. and yeah. And then of course we'll be back next week with our usual schedule. Yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We, we couldn't do this without you and no. we love doing it. As you know, we love these live streams and we love getting to know all of you and you can learn more about us over at true crime, paranormal podcast.com as well. And you know it. We are the Psychic Sisters here with True Crime Paranormal. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks, guys.
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.